two since then. A podcast produced and created by Northside High School students under the guidance of one of their teachers, where we take a look at our strange reality or a look back at our strange reality, starting from uh, our spring break in 2020 and how our reality basically changed since then. Hence the title. Uh, This afternoon, we are talking to Reese, June, Christian, and Jocelyn, who are all students at Northside High School. Um, And uh, we are going to just kind of look at our experience since the pandemic started and how it has impacted us as people at a school community and just as people who live in the world. Uh, We want to share our stories with everyone else and hopefully give people something to relate to and something to listen to and to take their mind off of everything they're going through. So guys, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Just give a quick hello, you guys. Hello. Hello. All right. uh, So we're going to, you'll get to learn their voices in just a moment. I just want to set them up for what we're going to be discussing in our first uh, segment here. Uh, this The week after spring break 2020, our reality slash normal changed in ways we could not anticipate. Last year in March, as it became clearer that COVID-19 was spreading in the United States and would be a threat to our daily lives, our spring break was extended. Take yourself back to that time. What was your reaction to hearing that spring break would last another week? Reese, you want to go first? Um. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. I'm going to be honest. At first, I thought our government was going to handle COVID better. So I thought, oh, it will just pass by. It's not a big deal. And when I heard that we were going to have an extended spring break, I was, you know, more relieved because I didn't do any of my homework. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, now I have another, a whole new week to do homework. Right. But then... It extended more and then more than to a month and then two months to the whole point where we weren't going to have school for the rest of that semester. Right. And and did you did you find that frustrating not having school for the rest of that semester? Um, I wasn't really worried about it. I was more worried about how we're going to. Like handle the missing time. Like, oh, are we going to do summer semester? Are we going to take away holidays to fill in those times that we missed last semester? Like, are we going to do, like, some kind of recovery for it? That's what I was worried about because I didn't want to deal with all that stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's what I found. That's what I found really frustrating. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, June, same question to you. Uh, take yourself back to that time. What was your reaction to hearing that spring break would last another week? I was um, very. I was uh, excited. I was excited if I would if that's it would last another week. Uh, I had uh, it would it would have given me a lot more time to catch up on the stuff I was re- reading and my uh, and the. Uh, uh, and it would give me a little bit more time to catch up on the stuff I was writing. Okay, all right. Um, and have you had more time than you ever expected since we technically haven't had been back to regular school yet? Yeah, I've had way more time than I thought I would. Um, I've since quarantine, since it, since quarantine began, I've read almost the almost. All the books I had at the beginning of it. Wow! How many? About how many books is that? Oh, um, God, I haven't kept count. Um, around, around, more than ten, less than a, more okay. than ten. All right, Jocelyn, do you need me to repeat the question? Oh no, I I heard fine. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, same as Reese and June, I was very excited about it. Uh, because I got more time for myself and I didn't have to do schoolwork anymore. Yay. But I didn't expect it to last that long. That's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So Christian, uh, we are focusing on, Hey, take yourself back to the spring break of last year. 
And what was your reaction to hearing that spring break would last another week? Uh, well, I think it was the same as Reese. Uh, I was like happy and excited that spring break was getting extended more because I also haven't, I didn't do any much work on my homework. And I was a little spectacle like of how the situation was going to be handled. Why? Why were you skeptical? Uh, with our former president, I really didn't see any faith in him, like, being a great leader through this pandemic. Okay. I, I could see where you would come to that conclusion. Uh, so I want you guys to think back to that time right but don't think about what has already happened we're pretending like hey like put yourself back in that week spring break has been extended and you know you're like oh when this week is over we're probably going to go back to school and you know we'll, we'll get back into the groove of things right so the next question is did you think back then that spring break would be the last time you went to campus last year before it was announced that we wouldn't be returning uh, let's start with Christian. Um, no, I didn't really think that that was going to be the last time campus. I thought, like, we would return in, like, probably three weeks or something. Right. But after stuff started progressing, I was like, oh. Well. Uh, June, same question. Did you think that we – did you, like – fathom the idea that we wouldn't be coming back uh no i did no i did not at, at the time uh when i heard of that news the first time i was i thought it was fake at first and then it just hit hit me like this is worse than i thought at the time i thought this was worse than i thought yeah i i could relate to a little bit of that it was worse than i thought um in the sense that <laughs> I honestly, in February, there was talk of the coronavirus in, in, in China and students had asked me, hey, um, what, what do, do you think it'll get here? And I honestly did not think it would get here. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Woo! A special yeah. kind of wrong. Uh, Reese, your thoughts. Did you really think that it would be the last time you'd be on campus for the year? Um, I'm not really sure, but I for sure thought we were going to go back for like the star testing or finals at least. Okay. I could see so that. I thought, yeah, I thought they were going to let us stay at least a day to work on our test so we can move on. Yeah. But then when I heard that they were canceling it, I thought, no way. The school wouldn't do that. We need to carry those grades over. So I thought there was like some kids in school just saying stuff. But then I slowly came to realize, oh, no, they actually are going to cancel the star test and finals. Wow. So for, go um, ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, except for the AP test, I actually had to take my AP test on the computer still. Okay. And did you do that up at the school, or was that something you did at home? I, that's what I did at home. But I think at that time, I had COVID, so I couldn't think properly. Right. And... The, the the quiz, not the quiz, but the test is like 40 minutes long. Right. And it takes a long time. But when you're reading like three passages and having to come up with like a whole like essay mm -hmm. about the three passages, or you, you have to read six articles and they have to pick three or four of those and then write about it, about the prompt. And it was so hard for me to think and concentrate that I barely had enough time to write my essay. Wow. I can't imagine how stressful that was for you. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I, I really, I mean, if you had COVID at the time, I really think that they should have just decided that you didn't need to take the tests. But then again, you're a senior this year, right? Oh, I'm a junior. I'm turning okay. senior this year. All right. There I am. So I got my years wrong. You're a junior this year. So you do have time to prepare for college. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I then I don't really see the logic in forcing you, well, not forcing you, but 
having you take that test under those circumstances, but I'm glad you got through it. Jocelyn, did you believe for a second that we would not be coming back to campus? Well, well at first, not at all, until they kept getting more updates and stuff about it. That's when I started suspecting that maybe we wouldn't go back. So Yeah, and what, what, how did that make you feel? Well, for me, it was kind of exciting. I'm like, yay, I don't have to go back. But then I was still <laughs> worried. Like, yeah. huh, maybe this is a big problem. What if it's going to affect our daily lives from now on? Not just school. Oh, wow. So you were already thinking, like, how is this going to affect everything else besides school? Yeah, like, and maybe I, it's going to evolve and stuff. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it really did evolve in ways that I don't think any of us expected. Um, and if you're following the rules, if you're still, like, social distancing and wearing your mask, like, you're still affected. But as you guys know, in the area that we live here in Texas, uh, people kind of march to the beat of their own drum with those rules, which can be frustrating. Uh, let me see here. What was it like to realize that we weren't going to be coming back to campus last year? Did you did that reality set in right after it was announced or did it take time for you to just to adjust to the reality? Let's start with uh, Jocelyn this time. Oh, uh, well, when I heard the news, um, I was pretty excited, like, oh, yay, that's great. But then I started thinking, huh, so I actually won't be going back. Then what am I going to do? But, so what, 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 what did, go ahead, sorry. Oh, but I just settled with that idea from then on. Okay. All right. So what, what did you wind up doing once you realized, hey, I'm, I'm kind of stuck here? Well, I just continued with my routine that I'd go on if I didn't have school. Yeah. And, and then that's when they introduced the asynchronous school and stuff, right? Right. So then I had to do with that with my daily daily life stuff at the same time and that was kind of weird okay. yeah so if i'm hearing you right you kind of did the thing of like getting up washing your face maybe having breakfast getting ready to face the day oh yeah but i usually don't go out yeah no 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 that makes perfect sense <laughs> and I, I think that uh for a lot of people they might find it helpful to just kind of prepare like they're going somewhere even though many of us are not um yeah. and just so it feels to get more normal habit of, hey yeah exactly to give yourself a little bit of normalcy uh christian same question to you um wait like what was it like to realize we weren't coming back to campus uh last year and did you did it did that reality set in right away or did it take time to adjust uh i think i was worried because i was didn't want to fail like all my classes right that uh i just kept worrying about classes wow and and when do you think you stopped worrying about the classes um i don't know it was um after they showed us our synchronous or like class schedules of how classes were going to work right and then i was like okay did that did that kind of help you kind of relax about your worry with grades? Yeah. Okay. All right. June, your thoughts. When I, um, when I first heard the news that we, when I learned that we weren't really, we weren't really going back, I thought it was like, um, um, I was shocked. Um, and I thought, surely we might, we, we have to be going back. And I kept repeating that thought in my head. And I was like, I, we have to go back at some point. But we, but it was like, it, it said it was school at the time that when the first news first broke out, it said it was closed indefinitely. So I thought, it's going to take a while, but we're gonna, probably going to go back in the last, in the last right. couple of months. But, but, as time when, but it, the news of the of the virus kept getting worse and worse and worse, and then about a week after that, I was sure we weren't going back right. physically. I mean, so for you, you had you 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 weren't really buying it at first, and then 
when you were watching the news, it seemed more and more like there's there's no way we're going back to school anytime soon. Okay. All right. Yeah. Reese, same question to you. Um, my thoughts are kind of like everyone else's. Like I didn't. Okay. I thought no way. We we have to go back at some point. No way the school's gonna. Mm-hmm. Just gonna... So sorry. It's okay. That was my ringtone. Sorry. Um. Anyway. Um. I thought we had to go back at some point because I thought no way they're just gonna let us sit here and do nothing. And then I thought, well, maybe they might make us do online school. Then I thought, well, not a lot of kids at Northside could even like have reliable, you know, internet or Wi-Fi. Yeah. Kids who have to work just to support their parents who are working as well. And like kids at school have to take care of their younger siblings because their parents just work 24 hour jobs like so much on their hands so I thought right. wait because like of all schools Northside should know that our school doesn't have like you know I can't explain it but people who can just have that kind of um privilege I guess of like constant wi-fi right take care of the their siblings take care of themselves having their parents have cozy jobs that they don't have to go to constantly. Yeah. So I was kind of struggling with that. And at the time I was struggling, I was having like personal problems with my family. So I thought, Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't want to stay here because then they'll make me angry. And then I'll yell. And then we'll just have fights all the time because I can't be here. Right. Missing my friends. And I thought, well, I can't see my friends all the time. And they are part of like my daily, you know, um, how do I say like my daily happiness. Like I see them, we talk, and I just feel better about the day. Right. So I progressively became more and more upset with the idea that we weren't going to go back to school. But I thought, well, you know, maybe we could do stuff like procedures. So COVID can go away eventually, like we were, like we were originally supposed to do. Right. But I never. Right. Then it just. You... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Finish your point. I was gonna say that it kept getting worse and worse, like the virus and people being affected by it. That I just thought, no, we're we're probably never gonna go back to school. Wow, it sounds like the the that particular time was kind of heavy for you and. I, I heard you like you. I feel like you made some really good points about uh, the disparity in resources versus, uh, you know, some other neighborhoods and some other schools where, you know, parents have jobs where they can work from home. And we have lots of parents who work in the service industry or construction or, you know, just work jobs where they need to be there. And, you know, childcare is also really important in a community like ours. Um, but I, I really want to just dig into something you said about procedures that you thought might be in place. Did you, like, I understanding you are not a public health expert, you're not a doctor, right? But you're a bright kid, you have ideas. What kind of procedures were you maybe hoping to see that could help us return back to school? Well, I, like, you know, like the procedures we originally had, like six feet apart, don't leave unless you have to and mask and washing your hands i thought everybody practiced those like nonstop, and maybe like stores or public buildings would offer masks or hand sanitizers like for free um then maybe it will stop spreading like oh i touched something on the floor but don't worry walmart has hand sanitizer right here i can just dab some on my hands and carry on Oh, so you were using common sense. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. We should really listen to the children sometimes, I think. (laughs) I don't know. Like, you guys probably don't go out much, but I haven't seen as much hand sanitizer as I did back in, I would say, July. Um, Like, I carry it, but I don't see it much place, many places that I go, which is a little bit of a concern. Uh, so let me move on to the, whew, uh, I'm reading the question here and I'm feeling like you guys might have some, 
feelings, valid feelings, but I'm just trying to prepare myself. Uh, last semester, we tried an asynchronous approach to virtual school. Did you like that approach? If you did, why? And if you didn't, you can also tell us why, but what might you have done differently if you didn't like the, the asynchronous approach to virtual school? Let's start with June. I'm sorry. Uh, what does uh, asynchronous mean? Asynchronous is when the teachers put up uh, assignments online and then you go do the work when you can. There's no, like, it's no, it's not face-to-face, -face, like, like virtual meets and you're in the class with the teacher and the students at the same time asynchronous is just you and the computer and once the assignment goes up you get it done when you can uh-huh oh, okay thank you uh if i didn't i did i kind of like that approach but um if i were to be in charge of making it i would i would have uh given the students less work to do uh, so you felt like you were assigned too much work uh, typically, yes, yes. On, on, on a day, how many hours of work do you think you got at that time? Mm, I don't know. Um, maybe one, okay. maybe one or, uh, one or two. two from each class or one or two total? Okay. All right. Total, I suppose. Uh, Jocelyn. I didn't like it. Why not? Well, first of all, it wasn't a very engaged part of, it wasn't like a very engaged, like learning. Like, Fair. they just gave you stuff and then they're like, oh, do it and then turn it in and then we'll send you more things. And it, I didn't feel engaged in the learning anymore. Like, completely fair. And, I was at home, so I was kind of unmotivated. I'm like, I could do my schoolwork, or I could stay at home and do other things, which was kind of disappointing because then I just didn't do work sometimes since I was so, like, I didn't feel up to it anymore. So the approach kind of sapped, zapped your motivation. Yeah, but, like, the approach we have now with virtual, I like this much better we're actually engaged in the learning and everything. And right. It's a lot better for me, I think. Okay, good. Good. Christian. Yeah, uh, I hated the asynchronous schedule and everything. I just, okay. there was one app that I just didn't really like that we had to use, and that was Edgenuity. I feel like a lot of students hated that probably. Why do you think that was? Uh, it had like a do like a date when the assignment were due and you had to do them and then it just kept going and going and the lessons were kind of boring or like some like I was struggling with geometry I just kept looking at it and I was like I don't remember anything that I learned before this pandemic started and I just kept struggling with it okay uh, was it possible to get help with that work? Um, a little bit, but not really. Why? Why not really? I think because of the, like, the office hours and how like we were trying to get used to this new environment, and it was hard like to connect with teachers on the Zoom call or Google Meet. Okay. All right. Reese, your thoughts? Um, at the time when school just started and that's how the lessons were, I thought that was a great idea. I thought it was a great idea because I thought, well, now, you know, when I feel motivated, I can just do the assignment rather than feeling pressured or stressed out that I need to turn it in that day at that moment. But, um, when school started, that was just like a few weeks after my mom had passed. Right. So I was still like struggling with that. And I just didn't feel motivated. And I was constantly tired. 
Like, I couldn't keep my eyes open in class. So I just laid my head down the entire time because I stayed up all night because I didn't want the day to go on. Or I just wanted to draw at night because the day was just filled with, like, my siblings talking and being really upset. So I thought asynchronous was, like, a good way for kids to be prepared or prepare themselves to do the work. Okay. Then eventually you just started stacking where I was like, oh, do this. So you can do this whenever. And then the next day it'll be like, okay, here's this. Do this whenever. But since I didn't do the work at all, it kept stacking and stacking and stacking. And I couldn't bring myself to do the work. And I didn't want to bother like my siblings with asking, can you help me with this? Right. I feel like, oh, well, you can do this yourselves or we're all struggling. Like, I can't help you with this right now. Yeah. Wow. I, I would like, guys, I just want you to know that you should be proud of yourselves for surviving the pandemic. And I don't necessarily mean like being someone who survived COVID, but if you did like pat yourself on the back for that as well. But just surviving the situation, because it's it's really frustrating for me as an adult. And I can't imagine how frustrating it is for you guys, because I have some idea of control of some of the things in my life. But lots of the things in your lives are controlled by other people. And wow, just the frustration of that. Uh, Let's talk about personal challenges you faced last semester, if you're comfortable with doing so. Okay. Um, so the first question is, what was the most challenging part of not going to school every day? Let's start with Christian. What was the most challenging part of not going to school every day? I think the most challenging part of not going to school every day was trying to, like, pay attention in class and then just getting work done on time. Okay. Uh, June? I think it would be, for me, it would be, um, not being able to interact with, uh, friends of mine or new students or, or other teachers. Um, I got a lot of social interaction in some of my classes, especially towards the latter half of the day. And to go from quite a bit of social interaction to none of all was a bit, uh, I can difficult. Quite. Reese, your turn. Um, Mm-hmm. Same thing with Christian, like being able to focus. Um, I really have a hard time focusing in class because I usually just, if I struggle and I don't know what I'm doing, I tend to just draw the day out until I go to my next class. But right. if I need help and I felt like I could trust my teacher, I would ask for their help without feeling like they were judging me like on their free time. So I would ask help at right. school but with online school, I, I don't know. It was more embarrassing, I guess, because I was like, oh, now instead of just politely whispering to the teacher, hey, can you please help me with this? It's like everyone can hear me say, can you help me? I don't understand what I'm doing at all. Oh, wow. Huh. So that was one of the big struggles of that. And also because <laughs> cause Google Meet just didn't load sometimes. I've been sitting in class listening for once, and then it's just like, oh, you were kicked out of the meet because your internet was really bad. So then I spent mm. like 10 minutes trying to find a way to get back on it and sitting there missing like the other half of the lesson because it just won't load. By the time it loads, it's like, right. all right, guys, see you guys the, the next day. Hope you guys have a good day. So it's like, oh, frustrating to the point where it's yeah. like, Whatever, I don't care. I'm not going to do the work anyway. Why bother pay attention in class? So I just slept in class or played games on my phone because everything just wasn't working out for me. I'm sorry that you were in such a frustrating situation. I That must have been maddening. Yeah. Jocelyn, your turn. I shared some of the same things that Reese mentioned, like connection issues were very annoying. Like, at some points, I was just in class, and then 
obviously the teacher was giving a lecture so I was listening paying attention and then all of a sudden my audio stopped working and I couldn't hear them anymore so then I didn't I didn't really know what to do at first but then I saw that there was captions and I'm like oh maybe that works but sometimes it didn't really catch up with things and it was kind of frustrating that and then there was also times where the connection just failed and it kicked me out or mm. it's it was loading really slowly and everyone was everyone everyone was caught up and I was really behind now because my right. my web page was barely loading and then everyone already finished what they were doing and it was like oh like I was now behind <sighs> I wow um <laughs> I get it guys I I I just I marvel at just the little frustrations that pile up and become more and more annoying that you guys have have had to deal with I wow like again kudos to y'all for getting through this situation because I we've never been in a situation like this before and I know people keep saying it but we keep saying it because it's true and like yeah we want to go back to normal but Whew, seems like it's going to be a while, and you guys are real troopers for hanging in there. Uh, let's see. That's everybody on that question, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, did you guys face any unexpected challenges during that time last semester when we were stuck at home and really couldn't go anywhere and school was very different? Uh, well, for me, I felt like... Um... At first, obviously, I was like, oh, wow, I have so much time now. I can do so many things that I didn't do before because I was doing a schoolwork all the time. And I'm like, wow, I can actually, like, do stuff I like now. But right. then I, I started having too much time, and I was getting, like, really bored. I'm like, huh. And I just, like, I got too invested in social media sometimes because I was like, oh, I have enough time now. Why not just spend it all here? But then it got, like, too much. Like, I was seeing too much of it. <laughs> Yeah, I I can relate to that a little bit. I, I I do remember falling down a couple of TikTok rabbit holes, <laughs> laying laying down at like ten o'clock, and then realizing it, it's midnight, and here I am still on TikTok and being called out by the TikTok that says, "Hey, I know you've been scrolling for a really long time, but why not take a break?" Wow. <laughs> uh, Christian, did you guys face any unexpected challenges during this time? Yeah. Uh... My mom's sister and her daughter came to live with us, and we live in a small house, and there's only, like, three rooms. Right. And my sister, she couldn't go to her job. She had to work from home. Right. And it was just a hard situation because uh, my cousin also had a college. She was in college, and she still is. Right. And it was just hard. And none of us really had desk for our computer, so usually I would just be on my bed trying to do assignments and I would also stay up late because of the assignments. Right. And then there's some So you go ahead. There's sometimes where I would do the same as you and Jocelyn. I would just like forget about it and just like start watching videos or just go on social media or see what's going on. And then look up and realize all this time has passed and what am I gonna do now? Yeah. Yeah. So you went from having a comfortable space to having a comfortable space, but with more people in it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see where that would be an adjustment. June, your thoughts? I did not face any uh, challenges that were. I didn't face any cha any challenges anything any challenges that were super super bad. Uh, it was. Uh, no, I didn't. I don't think I. Life around in my house was very uh, okay. Stay basically stayed the same. So you've been fortunate but, uh, enough to enjoy yeah. a semblance of stability. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad yeah. somebody's getting that in this world right now. Reese, your turn. Um, a lot, a lot of stuff happened, so I don't want to go into all of it. I just want to say the base, like the basic stuff. That's that fine. You, you. Feel, you feel free to tell us only what you're comfortable telling us. Okay. Well, started with, like, when we all got COVID. Like, my, my family and I got COVID. We all got the flu because mm -hmm. at first it was just my dad, and he was just sneezing. So we thought, oh, it was just a cold. 
And then my older sister got COVID, so we were panicking, like, oh, my gosh, she got it. Then eventually my mom got sick, and my mom is already, like, um, a sick person. Like, she's already suffering from all these illnesses, muscle problems, like fibromyalgia, and, like, already a weak immune system. And having Mm -hmm. the flu or cold already puts her in the hospital. So we were worrying about like our mom, we're like, oh my gosh, she's sick. And then I can't remember what happened. And then, you know, one night she was just like out of it. We're like, oh, let's take her to the hospital. And that's when we found out, oh, we all also have COVID because our mom has COVID. But the Mm. panic of, oh, please don't let our mom die in the hospital because she hates, hates hospitals. And we didn't want to like lose her in a place we couldn't be there with her at. Because at that time, they weren't, right. I mean, they still aren't. Like, they're still not letting people inside hospitals to see their loved ones. So, right. like, that frustrating, please don't let her go in a place she hates where we can't be with her at. But she pulled through, and she came back home to us, and we're all like, oh, like, we're so glad. And then she went to the hospital again in the summer for pneumonia. And it was like, oh, it's just pneumonia. And like, it's not that that concerned about because she's already like felt not felt but faced stuff like that like pneumonia and going to the hospital mm-hmm. and then it was like okay you know it's just that and then she'll come home and then we'll be okay and then in August like she passed and that was like the worst thing ever yeah because you know like it's my mom yeah. And it was just so frustrating to see her like go to the hospital twice in a year. Usually she only goes like once. And that's it. Until like the next year she goes again for breathing problems or like pain. So it was so frustrating to see her like happy that entire day and then having to put her in bed and then having my dad like trying to wake her to ask her if she's all good, then hearing him panic. Like, I hadn't slept at all that day when it happened. I didn't go to sleep until, like, 8 in the morning. So, I was awake the entire day. And sometimes I think about it, you know, like, oh, maybe if I just listened to see if she was snoring or turn on the lights in her room to check if she was okay, maybe it would have all been okay. Yeah. But I come to realize that it's not my fault. It's no one's fault. Right. And it was better if it ended that way with her in her bed with us, rather than right. in the hospital without us. And it like like she hates hospitals. So like her worst, her least favorite place in the world with no one by her side. Right. So that was like the most worst thing that could have happened. But, yeah. You know, you come to realize, oh, my mom was in a lot of pain. She was sick constantly. Her medicine just wasn't working. She was always in and out of hospitals. like, And her mobility slowly just stopped being mobile. She was able to walk. But then when she had my sisters and I, she just became weaker and weaker to the point she couldn't get out of bed because of how out of breath and in pain she would be in. So I was like, this this is it. Like, she's happy now. She can do whatever she wants now. She can eat however, whatever she wants, whenever she wants. She can walk and run, run now instead of being in bed and like being in pain. So it was, it was like a, a relief that she's no more in pain. Like, right. oh, now we're in pain because she's better now. Yeah. So, Reese, I want I want to thank you for. Wait, did you have more? I'm sorry. No, no. I, I was gonna say that, and it just became more frustrating with school because I know my teachers are trying, but it feels like they just don't understand a little bit. And I get that some of them probably have lost someone, but it just feels worse. But it's it's better now. Like, I have my sisters helping me. And like my siblings making it easier for us. 
Right. Wow. I, thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for being brave enough to share that with our audience. Um, I, I I know I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. I'm sorry for your loss. And I, again, you should be proud of yourself for what you've been through and being here and you're still going to school and you're still trying to make the life that you want to make. And it's not easy. It hasn't been easy for any of us. And, but you're still fighting. You're still in the struggle. And if you stay in the struggle, you stay in the fight, you'll always have a chance. Thank you. Uh, Jocelyn, is it your turn for this question? Oh, I thought I already answered it. Sorry. You might have. Uh, did everybody get a chance to answer the question? Did you face any unexpected challenges during this time or that time? Uh, yeah, I think we all answered it. All right, cool. Thank you. Um, I, I hesitate to ask this next question, but, uh, and Reese, you don't really need to follow up on this question if you don't want to, because we kind of got the gist of your situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, but guys, what was the impact of these changes on your family? Like having to be at home all the time, you're not really leaving the house, you're doing all your work at school. How did those things impact your family? Let's start with Christian. Uh, well, two of my family members, they just like, they were just going out. They were just going to places and I had to stay home because I have asthma, and uh, my mom was worried, like, if I would catch COVID, because right. I don't know what could have happened to me, and she was just worried. She just didn't let me go to places, and yeah. I was just stuck at home, and I think it was just, like, scary for us. Like, you hear, like, a lot of Latinx communities being affected by COVID, because they right. have, like, huge families. And there's family members right. who have to go to places like they have to because of work. Or there's some who just yes. don't want to listen to the CDC. Yes. And just like they don't want to put masks or social distance or just being like a decent human person to like protect everybody. Right. And I think it was just like a struggle. Like I think I was just scared or we were just a little worried if we could catch COVID. That's completely understandable. Uh, June, what about you? We went from, uh, we would have, before quarantine, we, before quarantine, we'd have people come to this house for birthdays and stuff. But uh, that happened, that, that only happened, that didn't happen after, after quarantine began. We had, we'd have like, my mother, my grand, and my grandparents, and me here, and we maybe have like a couple of other people here as well. So our family gatherings went from large mm. to very small. And, and how did that make you feel having the gathering exchange like that? It makes me feel a bit. Uh, it's maybe more aware of how uh, quiet this house is when and there's do not you a like lot of the quiet, here. or is it unsettling? For the most part, I like it because I'm. I like I very much like the quiet because it can help me concentrate concentrate on what I am doing, but it can get unsettling okay. if I pay attention to it for long enough. Jocelyn, uh, to, add, to add on to the gatherings that June was mentioning, um, that was mm -hmm. something that really worried me because my family really likes gathering. Like, <laughs> like usually most of my family lives here. And it only takes like a few minutes for them to all gather around. And they always want to like have like a party and, you know, have fun. But then I'm like, yeah. uh, maybe we should take the tone it down for like now. But yeah. I'm just a kid. Why would they listen to me? Fair. So like I did like mention it to my parents. I'm like, oh, uh, maybe we should not like host a party at our house. And then they're like, why not? They're your family. And then I'm like, well, that's a good point. And I don't know. It was just weird how to, like, argue with that. I didn't really know how to. Like, it, that was weird. And um, most of the time, my parents yeah. were the one who got, who, like, went out uh, during that right. time. 
me and my brother usually stayed at home. They got food, they came back, and then we all just stayed home for the most part. Okay. But my okay. parents still did work. And yeah. there was, like, points where me and my brother were alone, but, like, we know how to handle that. It's not really much of a trouble. And they only leave for a right. few hours. Like, right. usually my mom leaves in the mornings, and then my dad stays, and then he leaves, like, in the afternoon, and she comes back. So it wasn't really much, like, of a problem. Okay. But it was different, that's for sure. Right, right. Reese, same question? Um... I think everyone got a gist of what happened with my, like, how my family and I thought about it. Completely and what fair. happened with us. But I just wanted to add on that we've also had that constant fear of who's next. Like, oh, is right. it my dad who's going to get sick again? Will be, like, have it worse? worse? Or are we going to be in an accident? Or is my sister, my brother's going to be okay? Are my friends going to be okay? Like, is someone going to get hurt and be hospitalized? Are we next? Like, we, I just have that constant fear. And we're kind of, like, paranoid, I guess, especially my dad. With the way sanitizer, right. sanitizer, do not touch or talk to anybody. If you touch something, put hand sanitizer on your hands, which I do. Like, if I touch stuff, I put hand sanitizer on. And before I eat or when I buy food and we go in the car, I put hand sanitizer on, and when we go home, we wash our hands. Right. So, we are taking the precautions that we need. Like, I guess you can say that we we became more like paranoid and more precautious about what we do, and like wary of who who we might be infecting. Not infecting, but like affecting. You know, like who the impact who takes it. I understand why you would be more cautious and take more precautions given what you guys have been through. I could see why you would call it being paranoid, but like your whole family had it. You've lost people to it and you, you know what the experience is like and you're, you're trying your best to make sure one, it doesn't happen again to y'all, but also you're really not trying to make other people sick either. And I think at least the people on this call can appreciate that because you know you guys see tv like you you hear from your friends some of you have seen it for yourselves how people some people just aren't following the rules and that can be really frustrating yes, that's the most frustrating ever the thing ever like you walk or you go to walmart and you see people just walking without masks and i really wished stores and the government made it a rule where buildings have to have masks properly worn and like worn in general before you enter the store and it makes me frustrated that I have to go through so much while these people can just walk around not caring and go off spewing about how all lives matter and like the government's controlling them I understand those frustrations wholeheartedly I hear you loud and clear kiddo I want to add on. Go um, ahead. So I'm doing hybrid right now. And I also have like this mm-hmm. friend who like kind of makes fun of me because I just try my best to follow the CDC's recommendation. And every time like I carry a sanitizer, she makes fun of me. And I usually open a door with my jacket or a piece of paper so I won't mm-hmm. touch the handle. Right. And this person's yeah. like, oh, my God, you're so extra. And I'm just like, well, we're in a pandemic. Yeah, it's it's odd where people will choose to poke fun at you for trying to be safe. Like, I, from where I'm sitting, if you feel you need to do something to be safe and it's not hurting anyone else, you do what you need to do to feel safe. I, 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 I'm not going to fault you for that. Clearly... Christian has had a different experience with that, but you know, you know that you're doing what you need to do to try to keep yourself safe. I would try not to worry about the naysayers. All right. So we're going to change gears. uh, And before we do that, guys, I want to say that I appreciate your honesty this afternoon and I'm enjoying listening to your experiences. And I hope our audience has the same uh, feeling when they listen to this. 
So let's talk about how you had fun during the challenge of what I guess we now call quarantine. Uh, what did you do for fun during the lockdown? Let's start with Reese. What'd you do for fun? Um, well, I draw. I'm an, I'm, a, I'm an artist, I guess you can say. Oh, she said it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She was, she's been reluctant to say it in the past, y'all. <laughs> she just called herself an artist. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. Go, girl. Thank Go. you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm an artist. And I draw, so I guess I had more time to draw, and I definitely improved with my art. So, like, I guess I'm, I'm more proud of my art now than I've probably ever been. And I like it. And I watch, or I got into some new fandoms, like Tron and Yu-Gi-Oh! Some of them are, like, mm-hmm. ones I've been in before. And they're fun. You know, I watch them for fun. I watch the movies. I watch the show for fun. I even started playing Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm kind of okay at it. Um, but i just been drawing and just watching stuff for fun, which is really relaxing because they make me so happy. And it's so cool right. interacting with people inside those fandoms because I make friends and we just like, it's so fun to have someone to talk to about this life right. instead of just having someone listen to you who doesn't know what you're saying. So yeah. I made a lot of friends like that, and it's cool talking to them about the stuff we like and sharing art and ideas and stuff like that. Very cool. June, how did you have fun during lockdown? I, uh, during lockdown, I, wish I uh, dis- rediscovered, I rediscovered my love of, uh, <laughs> of, okay. of Beyblades. Yeah, and I played with that those for a quite a while, some days, and uh, my until my until my last uh, rip, rip cord broke, and then I started. And like I said, I, I like I said, I've been reading a bunch, and doing that has helped improve my writing skills. And I've also built up my own. I've also built up my. I've also improved my vocabulary. And uh, yeah, oh, uh, I also kind of the kind of learned how to uh, sing. It's not oh, good any. Okay. It's not so great anything, but it's, it's passable. <laughs> oh, so you're someone who sings no, no. sometimes. <laughs> okay, all right, Christian. Y- yeah, how did you have fun during lockdown? Uh, well, firstly, I was just like watching TV shows. Um, I was kind of watching like. Three shows. Um, they were mainly um, Gossip Girl, Degrassi, and two seasons, or I think three seasons of Skin. Okay, so you were here for all of the mess, is what I mean. A little bit. Okay, all right. I was also um, working out, and I just think like doing chores around the house because there was nothing else to do. I did a little bit of band, but not really. Okay. So chores around the house. Was your mother like, what are you doing? What What is happening right now? Uh, Well, like at this moment? No, when you were doing chores during lockdown, was she confused that you were doing chores? Or was she like, oh, finally? <laughs> uh, no, she was the one who forced me into it. And I was like, okay. And so. All right. Yeah, and there's like a rule. We all like we made a like a lit like a I think like a schedule or something of like each day who's gonna clean the bathroom because we all use the bathroom and we had like well we had my cousin who was just like going out of the house and we just had to clean the bathroom because she came back and she had to take a shower like we had rules we just put rules if you're gonna leave like. Oh, if you're gonna leave, you're gonna have to follow these rules. You're gonna have to take off your shoes in front of the door and jump in the shower. Yeah, that I being cautious is not is not silly. Better safe than sorry is what they say. Yeah, I think during the summer, with uh, the situation was going on during the summer, I started becoming a little bit like 
uh, activists, and two of my family members got annoyed by it. Why? Why were they annoyed? I mean, uh, there was like I was getting a little bit into politics and how it was important to vote this year than ever, and they were just mm-hmm. getting annoyed by it. And I just kept listening to like articles or like people on TikTok who were educating. Right. And then like there was a little bit of some comments I found like a little bit racist or didn't like, so I would call them out and they got annoyed by it. Oh, okay. I understand. So Jocelyn, what did you do for fun? Um, well, I did have a lot of time in my hands, so I'm like, huh. Uh, I spent a lot of time, like, watching streaming services, like, because I usually don't do that. And I'm like, well, why not? There is a bunch of stuff I can watch. And then me and my brother started watching a lot of anime. <laughs> like, okay. We, we used to not really watch so much of it, but, like, now that we had all this time, we wanted to, like, get more into it and stuff. So, like, right. I remember that in the mornings we would watch, like, either, like, Naruto or, like, Death Note and, like, Netflix, right? And um, we would just watch the long, and it was, like, a nice routine. Or, like, late at night we'd watch, like, some other ones. Um, we even, like, finished getting caught up with Attack on Titan, and it was like, wow, uh, these are very interesting. And, like, we got more into the whole uh, fandom and everything. So very cool. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I'm glad that you guys can still have fun during this time because, like, it's been a challenge. It really has been. All right, one more question, you guys. Uh, how do you? How did you socialize during the lockdown? Did you? And if you did, how? Anyone who wants to go first. Um, I use social media, like everyone here does. But that's how I mostly make my internet friends or how I talk to people within fandoms. I mostly I mostly find them by posting art and then they follow me. Or they're like, oh my God, you're into this too? And I'm like, yeah. And we start talking and then we talk about it. And then we, we meet other people and then we, we form like groups and we talk. So I met people through social media. I haven't met anyone through school yet, even though I'll there's some kids in my classes I want to talk to, but it's not something you can, like, chat about in the Google Meet. Yeah. Be like, hey, here's my Instagram. Follow me here. Yeah. And I don't want to, like, be weird and look for their emails and be like, hey, um, your profile picture looks cool. I see that you like anime. You should probably follow me because <laughs> that's weird. And you can't really meet anyone while walking outside because it's like, whoa, I don't want to take a risk here. So social media has just been like a way I socialize, like Tumblr, Instagram, whatever social media I use. And has that been the case for everyone else? If you're socializing, you're using social uh, social media or is anybody else socializing in a different way? Uh, Well, that was my main form like that I depended on for uh, like interacting with the people that I that I'm close to, but um, there was times where, like, uh, maybe phone calls uh, with, like, sometimes my cousin and I would, like, go on long hours of phone calls, or there was times where uh, all my friend group wanted to, like, go on a Zoom meeting or something, just for fun and stuff, but it was usually, yeah, just messages and stuff. Okay. June, Chris, any thoughts? Christian, any Um, thoughts? I didn't really socialize with people. Like, I think some of them were um, busy. So, right. It kind of affected me. Like, I understand the situation we're in, and it just kind of affected me. Like, I was just a little bit alone and really didn't have anybody to talk to. There was like maybe like one time where I FaceTimed my friends, and then we were planning to go to this bowling thing. But then I just said, I don't think this is a good idea for this current situation completely fair june i i messaged i messaged a few of my friends who okay. uh, All right. on my phone and stuff so you guys do still have ways to have fun you do have some ways to socialize so you can be kids 
and I can not worry about you in that way a little bit less, I guess. Guys, I, I really enjoyed doing this. Um, I'm hoping that our audience will uh, receive it well. Uh, audience, if you have any questions for the young people, uh, let us know. We'll be uh, leaving uh, that information in the uh, summary for the podcast where you can contact us and ask us questions or, you know, send some words of support to these kids because they're, they're surviving a pandemic right now. And when, all, when this is all said and done, they're, they're going to have something to be proud of. They should be proud of themselves right now. But, uh, you know, this, this is not, has not been an easy situation. And I was hoping to talk to some students and seeing how things started for them. Uh, hopefully for our next episode, we will start with how your summer went. And then if we have any more interest in people listening to us, we'll move into the school year and see how that's going. How does that sound to you guys? Good. Good. Sounds, yeah, great. Excellent. Excellent. All right, guys. Uh, so this Good. is Mr. Maxwell. Uh, and I was joined this afternoon by Reese. Reese, say bye. Bye. And June, June, say bye. And Jocelyn, Jocelyn, say bye. 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 And Christian, Christian, you know bye. what to do. All right, guys, it's been fun. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.